Hello, this is Joe Buca with another episode of Man Up, the podcast to help men reject passivity and accept responsibility and uh, to lead courageously. So uh, this morning, actually, I'm at home enjoying a day off, um, had a, a colonoscopy this morning, which uh, was actually not a big deal, um, came back really good. Uh, the uh, doctor told me I had the colon of a twenty-year-old, so that's 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 about the only thing I feel like I have uh, of a twenty-year-old right now. But um, this morning, I want to share out of a, actually a out of a book that I've been reading on and off uh, in the last handful of months. One of my therapists, Taylor, uh, gave me this gave us or you read out of this book, and then I ordered it because I really liked it. It's by Dan Landberg. It's called Inner Lives First: uh, Meditations for Counselors and and uh, she read a devotional a couple months ago, and it just really impacted me. So I bought the book and have been enjoying it. I'm on about uh, chapter 26 here. But uh, today's, uh, or this particular one, was on uh, translators for God, is what uh, Dr. Lamberg called it. And just talked about the idea of her speaking uh, in South America. And actually, I've spoken with a translator over in Bosnia in a few other occasions, actually, and and um, uh, but but most of my well in, in China as well when I've been there, have used a translator, and and so it is kind of you're kind of dependent on the translator's understanding of what you're saying, and then being able to communicate it in a way, in the language and in the culture that you're speaking. Um, but what Dr. Lamberg went on to say is, you know, that we represent God, we're translators for God, and how people. Um, uh, hear and see us accurately representing the truth. Uh, she says this, the experience of being translated requires a great deal of trust. The translator must listen accurately and speak truly. He must know two languages. He must know how to communicate both the words and the heart of the one he represents. The speaker must relinquish control, a measure of control, and trust that the translator will take what is presented and accurately deliver to the speaker so the speaker is not misrepresented. You know, the reputation of the speaker is in the hands of the translator. And she goes on and just talks about how we as Christians must listen accurately and speak truly to the world. We must know the language of heaven and the language of men. Our lives and mouths are to communicate the words of God and the heart of God to the world. We represent him and he is entrusted with us his reputation in the world. Others know him and experience him through our lives and our words. And I would even go on to say our actions. And it reminded me of a verse in Second Corinthians five, twenty that says, We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us, we implore you as on Christ's behalf to be reconciled. And and again, this message of reconciliation in the um, not just the message in words, but the message of reconciliation is something we live out of. And as translators of God, I think we help people. And in my role as a counselor, I help people all the time experience an understanding that their sin is forgiven by God in Christ. That, And in turn, many times relationally, the issue of forgiveness comes up. People come into my office that have, that are holding on to resentments or bitterness or envy or, you know, some type of reciprocal damage from unforgiveness. And 
And so it's really powerful to talk about in Ephesians 4.32 where Paul says, be kind and compassionate toward one another, forgiving each other just as God in Christ has forgiven you. And this call to not only be forgiven, but then to be, forgi- to be a forgiver, to forgive others in the same way God's forgiven us. And I think helping people understand and grasp that is a significant part of being, for me, being a translator of God. Also, just being a person of, of mercy and of grace and of kindness and gentleness and a safe person for people to come to where they can share their deepest struggles. Many times I'm the first person somebody's ever shared a secret struggle they have or maybe even a struggle that they've kept in secret for most of their lives. Um, I, I think this idea of being a translator of God is communicating accurately the love of God in the touch of God. It reminds me of in John 8 where Jesus um, interacted with a woman that was caught in adultery. If you remember the story in the beginning of John 8, she was brought and tossed in front of Jesus and basically they were you know, challenging Jesus. The law of Moses says, you know, since this woman was caught in the act of adultery, they were to stone such a woman. And if you remember Jesus' reply to those who were her accusers or the ones who brought her, you know, he is without the he is without sin. Let him cast the first stone, and then basically Jesus then interacts with this woman on a very personal, intimate level, and he forgives her sin. And many some translations I think miss this a little bit when it, when um, when they say go and sin no more. I I don't think that's exactly what Jesus said. I think he said go and leave your life of sin. In other words, leave this former way of life behind a life of uh, trying to earn acceptance, trying to get love, trying to please people, whatever, whatever it is. Leave that life and follow me and follow Jesus. And so being a translator of God really is the call to, be, to get right with God, to experience his love, his forgiveness. This weekend, Emily and I will speak at a Greek retreat for UGA and um, you know, the, the theme of the retreat is life is better with Jesus. And part of what we're going to talk about Friday night is just the life is better with Jesus because we have God's love and forgiveness, because we have God's ability to have healthy relationships, because we have the fruit of the Spirit, the love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control that Paul talks about in Galatians 5. And, uh, and so... Just this idea that, you know, a true relationship with Christ is a life where we are reconciled to God and we are free and we've been set free and we no longer have to leave our life, live our life of sin. We can leave that life of sin and follow Jesus. Anyway, that's my challenge to you today to, to um, uh, be a translator of God, to, to speak and to live uh, as an ambassador for God.